I don't know about you, but I thought that homemaking was just about making a few meals and doing the laundry and sometimes sweeping the floor. But it turns out to be a whole lot harder than that. Let's talk about why that is. I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast. If you've been surprised by how hard it is to make a home, to keep a home, to keep the bathrooms clean and the dishes done and the laundry running and the meals made, then you are not alone. It is hard work, but it is also good work. And we can grow in our ability and capacity for this good work, but it's gonna take more than Martha Stewart checklists. In fact, those Martha Stewart checklists might not be helping at all. So let's talk about three things that will help us rise to the challenge when we find that homemaking is hard. Let's dig in. Before you were married or had kids, did you think that homemaking was going to be an easy gig? I mean, dishes, laundry, sweeping meals, it all seems very basic. But, at least for me, it didn't take long for reality to set in. I often hear from women who say that they were organized when they worked in an office or when they were in school, but they just can't manage to be now organized and home. What makes it so hard to stay on top of basic tasks? Why is organization so hard to maintain? I think it's due to the open-ended and repetitive nature of the job. There are no bosses, no managers, no teachers. There are no paychecks, no grades, and no due dates. The tasks, once they are done, need to be done over again. So there's never that accomplished feeling of finishing. We not only have to make our own plan, but we all then have to be the one following through on the plan that was made. We're both manager and worker at the same time. And we have to do both without oversight of a taskmaster. Some of us are good with making the plan, but bad at the follow-through. Some can follow a task list, but are less comfortable in being the ones to make that list. So homemaking, for all of us, ends up being a challenging position, made all the more difficult because we expected it to not be a challenge. However, just like entrepreneurship, it also offers a unique opportunity to shine, to grow in capacity, and to find fulfillment and satisfaction. In fact, what once caused frustration and resentment can become something in which we find joy and glory. But we have to begin by accepting the reality of being a homemaker, of being self-directed, self-employed, and self-motivated. Without these three things, we will flounder and fail. 
as homemakers, we need to be self-directed. If we have no experience at all in being self-directed and the school environment and most work environments do not give us much practice in that, then homemaking will be challenging. We will not naturally thrive in our role and we don't really understand why. Between parents, teachers, and bosses, most of us have always been prodded along in the way that we should go. But then on our own at home, we wonder why we stumble when those prods are removed. Instead of looking for new goads to work for, fear, artificial rewards, or someone else's checklists, we need to glory in the liberty of our position. Liberty is not the same thing as license. Liberty does not mean doing whatever we please. Liberty is the ability to do what is right without hindrance. When we do what we should do, not because someone else has made us do it, but because we have freely chosen it, we mature and grow in new ways. So we need to accept it, revel in it, dig into it. The dictionary defines self-directed as under one's own control and showing initiative with the ability to organize oneself. Becoming self-directed takes practice. You can't wake up one morning suddenly self-directed. However, we can take baby steps day by day and grow in our ability to be self-directed, to exercise self-control in the freedom of our own homes, taking responsibility to do the right thing. We can choose a single habit, a single small goal, follow through on it, and then repeat. Second, as homemakers, We are, in a way, self-employed. Someone who owns his own business is in charge of casting the vision, of creating a product or performing the service, and also doing the administrative paperwork. So we, too, as homemakers, are in charge of determining our vision and goals then doing the work, and then also keeping up with the paperwork and the planning that supports both. It can feel crazy making because there really are three distinct hats to wear, and we often don't realize that we need to switch gears to do different types of work. We need to set aside time for planning where we can think about the big picture. What really needs to be done here? What really ought to be our priorities. That planning time needs to not be interrupted or distracted by menial tasks, which we sometimes use to procrastinate on the tough thinking. Sit down with pen and paper, brain dump, prioritize, and plan. Then we also need to set aside time for administrative upkeep, paying the bills, answering letters, organizing paperwork, making a grocery list, and entering information into the budget. 
These aren't really planning tasks. These are just the little organization tasks that make life run more smoothly. They don't take the same kind of imagination and brain power that planning does. When you have time blocked off for planning and for upkeep, then you can spend the bulk of your time in doing mode, doing the next thing, paying attention to your family and the home as needed without that nagging feeling that there's something you should be attending to that you've forgotten about. Finally, as homemakers, we need to be self-motivated. If we aren't self-motivated, then we will either be unmotivated or fear-motivated, and both of those are unhealthy options. So where does self-motivation come from? Where do we get it? A little reward can be useful as a motivator at times. After I put away the laundry, I'll have a cup of coffee. Or after I clean up the kitchen, I will read my novel. But when we try to attach material external rewards to the larger scope of our work, it usually fails. Chocolate, shopping trips, spa days don't actually provide true motivation, and our desire for them will not stick with us when the going gets tough. It's the same way as with weight loss. We might say that as a reward, when we finish losing that weight, when we reach that weight goal, then we will buy a new pair of jeans. However, if we end up tearing a pair of jeans or staining them or just finding a really good deal on a new pair of jeans, are we actually going to wait? Will we really withhold a new pair of jeans until we actually meet that weight goal, especially when we kind of know that it's unrealistic anyway? No. If we find a good deal on a pair that we like, will we wait? Probably not. Will the vision of a new pair of jeans be strong enough to overcome the temptation of eating chocolate at 10 p.m.? Not really. (laughs) If we want to reach the goal We have to have clear reasons for wanting it in the first place, and we have to keep those reasons top of mind. In the example of weight loss, we need to focus on being healthy and having enough energy to keep up with our kids. Anything else is too superficial to last us through temptation. In the case of housework, we need to focus on having a house that helps instead of hinders the growth, and productivity of our family. We need intrinsic motivation, deep, honest, love motivation, rather than external, superficial rewards. We need to know our why, our purpose, and then we need to keep that purpose front and center every day. One way to do that is with an alignment card. You can find out what an alignment card is and how to use it with the free guide at simplyconvivial.com slash motivation. That's simplyconvivial.com slash motivation for a way to keep your purpose front and center. Because homemaking might not be an easy gig, 
but it is a worthwhile one. If you aren't even sure where to start with habits or areas of your house to work on next, or what routines you really need to be forming, then a brain dump is a great strategy to start with. Don't commit to something before thinking it through. And a brain dump will help you think through what's really going on in your situation and in your imagination also. I have a free brain dump guide that will walk you through the process of simply writing down those things that are on your heart and in your head so that you can begin to actually deal with them and turn them into action plans. You can find that at simplyconvivial.com slash brain dump. That's simplyconvivial.com slash brain dump, or you can find the link below. It is a brain dump guide specifically geared for moms managing their home and trying to figure out all those details of family life and home management. So check out that brain dump guide and I will see you next time.